What's up, guys? Welcome to the Bare Butt Podcast. Our goal is to become the largest outdoor company in the entire world. And right here on this podcast, we're going to tell you about the daily struggles and the things that we're going through. Check us out right now. What's up, guys? It's good to be here. It is Friday morning. Friday is a beautiful day. It's not Monday. It's not as good as Monday, and it's not as good as Sunday, but it's still a good day. It's like what? third place. It's th- yeah. third place. It's uh, it's kind of one of those bookends to the week, you know. Right, right, right. Well, we got uh, we got Tiff and Cody from Preche Bridal in the house today. Why don't you guys say hi? Say hi, Cody. What's up? This is Cody. <laughs> and then Tiff, why don't you say hi? Hello, hello. This is Tiff. <laughs> so we're glad to have them in the house. We'll be talking with them in a little bit. But before we do, I have a solid icebreaker question for you guys. This one's simple. It's sweet. It's good. Um, but if you could choose any place in the world to live, where would you choose and why? Tiff, you can take that. If I could choose anywhere in the world to live... That's a really hard decision, I feel like. I would say somewhere on a beach. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the south of France was my initial nice. reaction. Nice. Good. Yeah. Go it's with the initial. It's so beautiful there. I would it's say good. the south of France. Other than I get really afraid of food in other countries. <laughs> so if I could bring like my own food, I would for sure live in the south of France. So American food in the south of France. Yep. Nice. Interesting. I'll take it. Good. <laughs> are you are you in for that too? I'm down. You're married. Right? Other than, so. I don't know if I have any friends over there. I know. That would be kind of sad. There's a lot to think about. How will the baby feel? He'd be thrilled. He would. Nice. He wouldn't even know the difference because he sleeps in his dog talk. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be growing up speaking French though. That'd be cool. Yeah. We could it's good. Give him some French. Next Rudy Gobert. Ooh. Yes. There it is. <laughs> Jazz shout out. There we go. Uh, if I were to live anywhere, I would probably live in New York. Uh, my wife have visited. My wife and I have visited New York together a couple times, and every time we go, we just love it. Um, there's always like an energy there. There's so many good places to eat with like a wide variety of foods. Um, I served a mission in the Philippines, and there's really good Filipino restaurants there. There's good mm. Italian. There's everything. So many shows, things to do. Plus, like, I just feel like having three dogs, I should live in New York. I don't know why. That's it just seems stereotypical. You need, a, you need a backyard for your dogs, though. I know. That's true. They, one time, quick story, I saw a guy when we were in New York. He literally had, I think, 15 dogs, like, strapped onto his waistband, and he was just walking 15 dogs down wow. the street. It was amazing. That's amazing. It's in New York. That's yeah. in New York? Yeah. Dude, that reminds me of Pets, the yeah. movie. That's yeah, just, yeah. I, as oh, soon no. as you started saying that, I was thinking Pets, the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good what one. about you, Mess? Yeah, I would live in San Diego. I've I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and I uh, my wife and I had talked about it. And I think we're I think we're a green light go to one day live in San Diego. Beautiful weather. I'll tell you why. Beautiful weather, very moderate, sunny almost all the time, between sixty and seventy degrees all year round. Maybe it gets up to eighty a little bit in the summer, but just beautiful all the time. The, the traffic, I think I can deal with because of. Everything else that's so good about the place. I think I might switch my mind to San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's convincing, huh? Or Orange County. Yeah. Orange County, yeah. I just, I feel like the L.A., as soon as you get to L.A., then it's like a little bit, you know, even crazier. Right. The traffic's unbearable in totally. L.A. Yeah. My, when my wife and I go to Southern California, we fly into LAX and out, uh-huh. and it's like, you have yeah. to add, yeah, you have to add a couple hours to your trip mm. just because of the traffic. It's pretty bad. So San Diego. Not a fan. There you guys go. You guys can, you know, come on down. We'll come move in with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Good. Okay, well, since we got you guys on the show, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about your story? Tell us about your background, how you got started, why weddings, how you guys met, because you guys got married and then started this whole awesomeness. So tell us about uh, the, the start for Preche Bridal. Okay, well, I'll start from the beginning of how we met. Um, so I served my mission down in Argentina, and I served with her older sister, actually. Um, and oh. about, about a year into my mission, I saw... Like six months in my mission, I saw a picture of her family, and I was like, wow, that girl, her sister is really cute. But I didn't say anything. But then like six months later, we got moved in the same district. Um, so, you know, we were on the bus every week together. Yeah. And I was like, hey, um, do you have pictures of your family? She's like, yeah, I do. And I was like, wow, your sister's really cute. She should write me. <laughs> um, and then about a month after that, she started, she actually wrote me. Wow. Yeah. We wrote for like a year on the mission. He got home June 3rd. We got engaged July 3rd. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, that was One crazy. Month. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> yes, I would. Well, I wouldn't let my own kids do it, but I would do it again. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that was in 2015. Yeah. And so we got married in October, so about five months later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got married. Um, I was working. She was working as a hairstylist. Yeah. Um, and I've always been entrepreneurial entrepreneurial minded so yeah. i mean every week you can ask her i had a new idea of like okay let's start this business let's start does. this <laughs> i still do <laughs> um but she was always like no no to all my ideas because like oh you're kind of crazy like i'm not gonna I honestly <laughs> hey thought- we did a couple of them you started a tie company i did i started a tie company nice that went pretty well but then it just kind of wasn't booming so i was like okay don't have time for that yeah <laughs> anyways so I was working as a stylist. Cody was going to school, working, doing all of his entrepreneurial things. Um, and one day I was in my salon. I had a home salon. Um, and one of my clients actually worked for Avenia Bridal, which is what Preche Bridal used to be. Well, before the Stiffs always had the dream of having like a bridal yeah. shop nice. with a salon in it. Like it's always been her dream. And she's told me since we've been married. And I was like, oh, that's. Yeah, when I was like 14, I came up with this idea. Nice. But I knew that my client worked for a bridal store, and I always was telling her how jealous I was that she worked there because of this dream that I had. And one day she came in, and she was like, our owner is selling. You should go talk to her. And I was like, "Mm, no, I can't do that. That's (laughs) scary. You know, like I'm 20 years old. That's not going to happen. So anyways, she just kind of left. And Cody asked me about it a little bit later, and he was like, let's go. Like, let's figure it out. We can do this. And I was like, mm. If I finally found an idea that Tiff could back. Nice. It's like, okay, finally, we're going we're gonna to start a business. Let's do something. Yeah. And so Tiff's just as passionate about it as I was. Yeah. Um, so we started, we decided, okay, let's, let's look into it. So um, we were talking with our parents, kind of just kind of figuring it out if we could do it. And actually, rewind the story a little bit. We had... We had been kind of looking into creating our own bridal store, just starting Prichet from scratch. Nice. Um, and it just so happened that right at that same time, Avenia was for sale. So we jumped ship on the building we were about to buy and ended up buying Avenia. Wow. So starting January 1st, 2017, for tax reasons, of course, that's a lot easier. <laughs> um, we started taking over Avenia Bridal. So we stayed Avenia Bridal until October, which was when we expanded our store. So we had, we doubled the size of the store. Yep. 
added a full-service salon and makeup counter that specializes in bridal hair and makeup as well as cuts and colors because that's my passion. Well, both are my passion. So I couldn't I couldn't let the cuts and colors go when we added the salon. So anyways, we added the salon on October 16th. This was our grand opening day. And officially that day is when we turned into Prichet Bridal Salon nice. Beauty. So now we're located up on University Parkway right by like the Sister Missionary Mall. Um, and Deseret Book. We're right next door to Deseret Book. It's a great area to be. Yeah, it yeah. is. Got like tons of traffic coming past there too. Yeah, totally nice. Lots That's of uh, lots of Mormon traffic. Nice. Which is good. Which is good. I mean, you got you guys do wedding gowns. Yeah, so we do wedding salon. dresses. Yeah. Um, and we, I would say, like, I don't know if this matters. Um, but like ninety percent of our brides are LDS. So, and I feel like part of that is because of our location. Yeah. Um. But we love it. Um, And a lot of our designers let us work with them. Like I do all the designing with with our designers to build up our dresses to be garment friendly for our brides so that they don't look Mormon necessarily. That's in quotations. Um, They just look like they were originally designed to be that way. And it just so happens that they also are garment friendly. So that's That's something that is really, really important to me. That's great. No, it's a great niche. I mean, when my wife and I got married, we my wife, you know, had to go and search for the dress and stuff and have it to fit right and everything like that. And so can totally relate to that. And I think that's awesome that you guys have found a sweet niche where yeah. you can just go and like blossom and bloom. Yeah. I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about what it was like, like your feelings in doing such a scary thing. A lot of our listeners here that listen to this podcast are are wanting to be uh, wanting to follow their dreams and break break past the mold and go against the grain and do things that they've always wanted to do. And it sounds like, Tiff, this has been your dream for since you were 14. Like, tell us a little bit how it was, you know, getting through, getting over the hump almost and, and, and past those fears of like, what if this doesn't work? And just going and chasing your dreams and doing what you always wanted to do. Yeah. Um, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's stressful. Yeah. I never, ever, 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 ever would have done it without Cody pushing me. Nice. I, I'm really scared and he just had my back the whole time, but it's to this day, super stressful. Yeah. I mean, when we started it, like, you know, so before January of last year, you know, when we actually decided we were going to do it, it was like September. Yeah. September ish. Yeah. And we were looking into other buildings, you know, where we're going to start it. Yeah. We were kind of thinking how we're going to finance it ourselves. So we're going to pull like a second mortgage or like how like what are we going to do you know yeah how are we going to make this work um and it was really stressful time but like we want to do it um and then the even more stressful time was finding the money to do it yeah so we had to know a little bit about that (laughs) yeah exactly so we had to get an investor yeah um and that was just i mean taking money from someone is really it's a stressful thing and so you know super nerve-wracking knowing that we have these people we don't want to let down um was hard but we also believed and i knew tiff was so passionate about it and um that if we put in the hard work it will it will come too yeah i would say to anyone listening that wants to do something crazy make sure you are crazy passionate about it and if you are you can make it work if not it's not gonna happen um like a little bit earlier, we were saying that Cody started a tie business, which was awesome. And it actually was such a genius idea and could have gone big. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that either of us were insanely passionate about it. So when it was taking up a lot of time and all that kind of stuff, it just kind of ended. 
Yeah. Um, and not necessarily because it was doing bad or anything, but just because the passion wasn't there behind it. But with this, all of us that are involved are super passionate. And I brought my mom on board as well. Um, and awesome. she is such a huge help to us. And she's equally as passionate about it as we are. And so it's so helpful to have a whole team that when one person starts getting nervous, everyone else gets them excited again. So it's been super helpful. I like that a lot. I agree with the passion thing. Uh, I think there's always going to be days in any business, even if you're in your job, even if you don't own a business, right? That if you don't have a passion behind it, it's hard to stay motivated. So I really like that. Totally. One question that I've been thinking of. Um, so Tiffany, you're really passionate about, you know, the actual wedding side of things, doing the hair, doing the makeup. I would assume it's not like that for you, Cody, necessarily. <laughs> <Right>. Like, <laughs> not right. So like, I don't know, that's in my mind, right? Like, uh, you know, a married couple who owns a bridal store, you know, the wife probably like, has where more does passion. The guy come yeah. In? Like, where do you find passion in that type of thing? Is it more the business side of things or yeah, what does that look like for you? Yeah, just the business side of things, you know. I mean, because it's wedding dresses, you know, I can't be there helping girls try on their dresses or anything. I've um, tried to talk him into it. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> girls would die. <laughs> um but but I've just found a passion, yeah, like you said, on the business side of things. So, you know, getting it up and running and figuring out like like all the finances, the taxes, like the business licenses and all that stuff has been really eye opening and fun to me. And then you know, you're like creating like payroll and commission structures and the whole business aspect of it. And like what I can help with is motivating the girls to sell or, you know, figure out what employees to hire and helping my wife to just keep pushing her along because, you know, like you guys, you guys said you want to be the biggest outdoor company in the world. Yep. We want to be the biggest brattle store in the world. We want to be pre-shay, you know, we One want day. our TV show and to be Kleinfelds <laughs> nice. and say right. yes to the dress, come at us. Nice. <laughs> exactly. So because of that, I mean, I just see the big picture and yeah, I can't be there helping, but everything I can do on the backside of it. And it's so fun being able to do it with my wife. Yeah. I would say that that has helped us a ton is that it sounds super cliche, but we love being together awesome. and this has given us the opportunity to be together all the time and I think that that's something that neither of us are ever willing to give up. So as stressful and scary as it gets sometimes, we know that would end. Yeah. And we're not willing to do that. So right. that that's definitely helped. It's worth it to put in the work now to enjoy later. It's awesome. Totally. It's great, guys. Tell us a little bit about your goals and vision. I, you kind of touched on it a little bit right there at the mm -hmm. end. So I, I, I'm curious, like, what is the what is your overall vision? You know, you said to be the largest uh, bridal company in the world. And then what are, what are some of your guys' goals? What, what's coming up next for you guys? I appreciate bridal. <laughs> There's a lot. I mean, our goals and vision, like you said, to be the biggest, but you know, like short-term goals, isn't something like, okay, you know, we got to get, we've only been in business for a year and we're just yeah. figuring things out, trying to turn about a business profitable and keep it profitable and understand, you know, how the dress in industry works. Cause I mean, we went into the wedding industry, which we both had no experience in literally zero experience. <laughs> so awesome, guys. it's been a big learning curve, but you know where we're at right now is like, okay, we can run this store. You know, where could we put a second location? Nice. And so, I mean, yeah, we would love to put a location in Arizona, Idaho, um, large LDS communities, even though I would love to give it a shout out to the girls that aren't LDS because the, anyone that has been into our store that's not LDS will tell you how excited we get because the dresses are so pretty when they don't have to be built up. 
but we're obsessed with them. But what we know is how to cater to those LDS brides. So we would love to possibly put a location in Salt Lake and then in Boise and Arizona. Yeah. Would be our would be our goals. We just gotta figure out like logistics of it all. You know, would it be worth it to have one here and in Salt Lake? There's yeah. a lot of like numbers you have to run and it takes a couple of years to pull those numbers. So we're just kinda waiting and, and working and seeing. Yeah. <laughs> and and another goal we have is to get our own standing location because right now we are in that strip mall. Yeah. Um. So one of our goals is to get a big, beautiful building, even nice. though our store is really beautiful right now. I feel like we've done a really good job creating it into something super special. Just paying rent to someone else is a hard thing to do. Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know about that. Right. You can take a, so, so just a side note on bare butt, we put $10,000 down on a million, $1.1 million warehouse oh because we wanted to get out of, uh, we were with other fulfillment, uh, third-party fulfillment companies. So we wanted to get out of that and just have our own space. And we were also renting as well. Um, but yeah, so we just wow. went for it. That's awesome. Are you guys Good in you that guys. building already? Uh, we're in that building right now. Yeah. Okay. So, That's awesome. Yeah. So it was already built up and we just, we just purchased it with the, Really small deposit down. I was going to say, that's a small deposit for that big of a building. Yeah, we got really lucky. Wow. Yeah, you did get lucky, but that's incredible. Yeah, good so job. It's, it's good. So you guys can do it. I believe that you guys can go and get your space, get what you want, right. reach your dreams, and do it. It's awesome. Thank you. Um, you have any, you have any other questions there, Captain Devin? Yeah, I have one. Captain Devin. Uh, we, really president. We, He's president stag. None right of this here, is true. None of, I don't even know what any of that means. He's the president <laughs> of the company. No, that's what it means. That's false. Um, being shy yeah yeah. so (laughs) when we have you know when we talk about like being an entrepreneur and running a business oftentimes we talk about the fears and the hard parts because those are probably realistically what's happening the most but for you two what moments or like moment have you had like an aha moment or like is it a daily thing where you say this is why i'm doing it this is why it's worth it this is i mean outside of like kind of the whole living your passion and it's what you're passionate about like Mm -hmm. what yeah, what moments have like made it worth it for you up to this point? Um, okay, I would say that this is the dream job. Like I have people come up to me all the time and be like, you are so lucky. Like how cool. A couple weeks ago, we went to Chicago and we went to Bridal Market, which is a, literally a dream come true. Like that's stuff you only see on TV shows. And it's it's really cool. Another really awesome day for us was the day that we had the grand opening for Prisha on October 16th. Um, I, I went and got my eyelashes done that day only cliche. And I was telling my eyelash girl, she's one of my best friends. And I was like, I don't think anyone's going to come. Like no one's going to come to this thing. We got all this food, created this huge event. Like it's supposed to be amazing, but watch like six people come and it's going to be incredibly awkward. And I remember walking out of the back, I had to change and I walked out and there was like a hundred people in the store, which in our store is like shoulder to shoulder. Like it we we could not have squozen another person into our store if we tried. That's awesome. Which was like, it was one of the coolest moments. I, I I started crying. It was honestly amazing. I couldn't even believe that that many people cared to come see what we had created. It was right. pretty amazing. What That's would you awesome. say, Code? I don't. There's just moments like I have one of these moments every week. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it gets stressful, but like. Like going into the store and seeing my wife and the way she works with the people and like how excited the brides get when they find their dress and my wife and her mom are freaking out and everyone's so excited and there's such a happy feeling towards it all and it's just like well what we're doing is a good thing because we're helping people on their special wedding day. Honestly, 
even this moment right now is pretty cool. Like, yeah. I feel like I saw it in Cody's eyes. Like, the fact that anyone cares to even be listening to us tell a story right now is shocking to me. <laughs> and not that I don't think anyone does. I really still feel like no one cares to hear us. But the fact that you guys even asked us to be here is really crazy and surreal. It is. We're we're excited. We're ecstatic. We're more nervous than you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. Uh, just going to do a quick plug. Uh, again, it's Prichet Bridal. That's P-R-I-T-C-H-E-T-T. Yeah, like Bridal. Pritchett off of Modern Family. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Um, you can go follow them on Instagram. Um, they've got a really cool feed. I was scrolling through it. I'm not super into wedding dresses, per se, but if you <laughs> are, not, you would enjoy not, it. Though? I'm not. I mean, oh. I'm already married. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that now. But yeah, go check them out on Instagram. That's awesome. Thank you, guys. It's really good to have you guys in the studio today with us on the book podcast, telling us a little bit about your purpose and your vision and your goals and your dreams and the things that you guys are doing to fulfill that. It's awesome to see the light in your guys' eyes and the joy that's like radiating from you guys (laughs) as you guys are doing what you love and following your dreams and your purpose. And so we really appreciate that. And uh, if you guys have any questions for them, hit them up at Appreciate Bridal, Appreciate Bridal. Um, as President Stegg has said, and we'll catch you next week on the book Monday morning. Thank you, guys. See ya. Peace. Thanks, guys. Thank you.